I'm Greta Kavia, host and founder of Masavanda Has a Podcast. To really help the podcast grow, please leave a five-star review wherever you're listening to us today. Thank you. just recorded now so welcome to the process of creating thank you all right so before we um get started would you like to just introduce yourself let the people know what you do and yeah we'll we'll start from there cool all right so my name is Esak Bojator I am the founder of a creative platform for parents Um, for teachers called Black Superheroes and it is aimed at young children from ages four to 16 but I would say I primarily focus more on key stage one to key stage two so that would be like from four to 11 years old Mm -hmm. and what Black Superheroes does is it fills in the gaps that history and education fails to do which is to acknowledge the achievements and contributions that Black women have made um, within Black history. And right. not just Black history, history in general as well. In general, yeah. I love it. I, 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 I stumbled upon it when I was going through one of my um, TikTok filled nights. And I okay. was obsessed. And I think I watched, at the time, I watched all the videos that you'd created up until the oh, one bless. that I Thank on. you. And I sent it to my sisters because my sister, well, both my sisters have got daughters. And yeah. um and I was just like, guys, look, she's like telling us the black women that are like superheroes. I love it. I love it. I love it. So I was so excited. And I was like, I want her on my show. I want people to like. Oh, thank it. you. No, I love it. I absolutely love it. So thank I've got a fan. So I'm going to be fangirling a little bit here. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, so uh, when you were six years old, mm-hmm. uh, what did you want to be when you grew up? I wanted to be a hairdresser. I was just obsessed. I had Barbie dolls when I was young. Uh-huh. So I loved the I loved the texture of the hair, which is really funny. I loved how straight and silky their hair was. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, yeah, I've gone back to my natural roots. And it's really, it's weird because now I actually do not like the texture of straight hair. Yeah. It just doesn't feel right in my hands, which is really, really weird. Um, I don't know how that transition changed. But also when I was young, I was, I loved drawing I loved art but back then I didn't really know it was you could you know make a career out of it it was more of a hobby but it was something that always stuck with me from a young age up till now yeah I love that I wanted I always wanted to be a fashion designer so I used to make little clothes for my Barbies and stuff like that and then I grew up and I realized the fashion world is very brutal and I'm too emotional (laughs) (laughs) um okay so let's deep dive into um black superhero um saying um you've told us the blueprint of black superhero but um I want to know like how do how does somebody kind of think okay I'm going to go on TikTok and I'm going to do this like what were the one two three steps that were like fine I'm just going to do it and how does it creatively reflect your personality this was really hard because I'm one of those people that I don't like showing my face on social media I'm very private in on my Facebook I hardly have any pictures of me yeah I just I just don't feel comfortable which is really really weird Mm -hmm. so TikTok was just the complete it was like a nemesis to me because I thought oh my god I actually have to show myself and everybody have to expose myself to like millions of people watching viewing this um but it was one of it was a it was something I had to get, I wanted to get over. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted, I knew what I had was good, the concept. And in order for me to really kind of get to the next level, I need to show myself. I need to let people know who I am. Yeah. So I just said, you know what? I'm just going to do it. I did it at work. I'm, I work in a school full time. Yeah. So I just got my phone. It was something that was on my mind. And then I just thought, you know what? I'm going to do it. And luckily I did it with an April, which is Black History Month for the US. Yeah. It didn't yeah. really clock to me back then. Yeah. But it, yeah, it just came at the perfect time. Yeah. So I just yeah. thought, you know what? I'm just going to like, 
like an MC, I'm just gonna spit some rhymes. I'm just gonna say what I need to say, and that's it. Just, and just yeah. prep, send, post. Yeah. And I was so overwhelmed with the with the response. It was it was so shocking. Bet. Yeah. Know? It was yeah. It was greater. It definitely boosted my confidence, my self confidence as well. I feel a lot more comfortable now. At times before, I used to hate hearing my voice, even seeing my myself on on, on camera, but. Now with TikTok, 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 I'm constantly hearing myself because I need to like see how how I am, how how yeah. I come across. But yeah, it's just it's so comfortable now, and it, it, I'm so happy that I've kind of crossed that line now. Yeah. So I'm just ready to like plaster my face everywhere. <laughs> nice. No, I love it, and I'm I'm happy because you're beautiful and oh, you're so you. eloquent, and I'm there like, thank oh my you. god! But then you know, like sometimes you get people on TikTok who who yeah. kind of do the whole they they're giving us like about um african or black history but it's yeah. very like in your face but in a guilty <laughs> type of way uh, hold on, is it? it's it's very informative but it's fun and it's whimsical and i'm just like that and that for me is like the cream of the crop when i'm learning oh thank you yeah but it's not like you know i don't feel guilty for not knowing it <laughs> <laughs> well you know it was it, the aim was for children so i had to make it you know family friendly <laughs> the thing, like i because you do state that it's for like children for a certain age but then at the yeah. same time i'm like girl you need to just say it's for everyone at this point because some of us it's true no because it's just not taught exactly exactly so again that's something i need to i'm always forever kind of um thinking of new strategies and trying to um, also kind of changing the concept of the business at first it was just primarily teachers but i thought no parents they also want to educate their children as well Mm -hmm. so i can't just rely on teachers parents as well but then i thought well adults they need to know this as well because not all adults know this as well so yeah it's 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 ongoing but yeah Yeah. definitely definitely. you started something you really did you started something you started thank you um um curious and and I'm always intrigued with content creators because I'm always like you know it is it's a different kind of creating isn't it it is still being a creative but it's very it's very hands-on and like you said so you have to kind of treat it like a business um yeah so with that in mind and with how you started off black um super shiro how is your process of creating are you free are you kind of like, you know, you you find out something and you're like, oh, I need to share this. Or do you have like stacks and stacks and stacks and folders of information and Wikipedia searches and all of all this that you've kind of already compiled and you're just now reading it through? Are you planned or are you more like, let, 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 it, let it go, let it go? I'm, you know, I'm a bit of both. Mm-hmm. So some ideas, um, I was doing before TikTok, I was doing workshops for galleries and schools. So I had some of these women in mind. Um, they were just some of the many women I've now discovered. But yeah, it was a bit of both. I have this attitude. I have this um, m- um, motto of mine, which is don't think, just do. So I'm sometimes, I'm at that moment where I just think, you know, I just don't think I'm just going to do it. I don't care. So the first one, it was like the first video I did on TikTok, it was just a mix of all the different women. So that was just like my don't think, just do attitude. But then I kind of over the lines, I kind of started to structure it and plan it like, okay, women in in World War II, women in, in, um, you know, African um, deities and goddesses. So I started to structure it. So I think it's good that you just kind of be free because you you don't know what your imagination will come up with. But it's also also it's good to plan because one thing will lead you to another. So mm-hmm. that's just my way of, of processing my my thinking and my research. Research is so key in this. Um, so yeah, I have books, I have online, I'm looking at other people's videos and YouTubes as well. So just picking, picking and choosing stuff and just kind of editing and just pasting it into my own little concoction. Yeah. Do you have like a specific, um, do you rely on the internet heavily when you are doing your researching or are you a bookworm like how do you know it's authentic information because we yeah like they've they've taken a lot of the history out haven't I know, they I know I know so I it's know. sort of like what we get is what people on TikTok do yeah. share but it's sort exactly. of like okay where do you get that it's true it's true so again um a bit I mean I hate to admit yes I do get 
info from the internet and as you said yeah you don't know how accurate it is but there are some that um there are some books that I've read in the past mm-hmm. that again just wasn't really you know unfortunately these kind of certain particular books just wasn't really highlighted or celebrated so it's just been brushed under the, under the carpet so it's yeah. something things that I've remembered in the past and then I've tried to just um confirm it online again can't really rely online but I kind of always I go down that pathway to as for confirmation as well and you know I it is confirmed it is right and again it's just word of mouth but just hearing lots of talks seminars from yeah. other like academics mm-hmm. so yeah it's just a bit of everything really I love that honestly oh yeah um when the whole platform and the idea was still a conceptual form um did you think about things that you really wanted to make sure? Because obviously it's for children. Yeah. So you you still want to be informative and let them know that, you know, this is amazing. But then you have to be careful in yes. what you are actually exposing them to. So do you did you purposefully go with it with, you know what? It has to be said because these women are great. They need like whatever it is, whatever like the, their broader history is. I still need to let these children know um, who they are. Or did you think mm, this one, <laughs> you know, you're avoiding certain people, certain subject matters just because your, con- your content is based around it being for children? Yes, I, a bit, again, a bit of both. There are some women that, again they you know these these children need to know who they are mm-hmm. period point blank but there as I develop as I do a bit more research on certain women mm-hmm. you know they have they do have a, a hidden secret which I I don't expose yeah. but I do I just mention them like I just say you know there is this woman who does such and such and this but it's down to you as a parent as a teacher mm-hmm. to do the following deeper research mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just the messenger I like to be I'm the messenger there are certain areas so I'm um, for me I personally don't go down slavery mm-hmm. um slavery is 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 <laughs> it's, sorry it's just, I'm tired of it now. our history exactly our history doesn't begin and end with slavery yeah um I don't also I also try not to go down African-American mm-hmm. because again I think that's it's already there. I don't want to say the word overrated, but I, however, they are, you know, they have done amazing things and they have paved the way for women mm-hmm. all over the world. But so have women in Africa, so mm-hmm. have women in Haiti, so have women in Britain. And I think it, it's, it's time that these women outside of the US get their voice, get their recognition and acknowledgement. Yeah. So yeah, there are certain areas that I, I do um, want to definitely just expose, but again, just with moderation, again, down to the parent or the teacher to kind of delve into it a bit more. Mm-hmm. And there's just certain areas that I just, I refuse to cover because it's just so overrated and I'm just, it, I'm done with it. Yeah. I'm t- <laughs> Don't like, I do think like it's a, it's a conversation that needs to be had, but it's now to the point where yeah. it's like entertainment. It's gone exactly. beyond, you know, like I remember when I was younger and my my dad and mum made us watch Roots. I know, like, that's a bit deep for somebody who's, like, in year four. But wow. at the time, it was sort of, like, to kind of make me be aware because we're just, yeah. like, fresh in this country. I'm not sure what's happening. I'm getting all these kind of sensory yeah. overloads. And, so it's, like, trying to make me understand why certain people think the way we think. But then from it just being an educational thing, now it's, like, every other year there's a new kind of Roots. And I'm, like, I can't do it. It's, it's trauma. <laughs> It's repeated, repeated, repeated. And there's more, like you said, there's more to our history, especially black females than than Harriet Tubman. Do you know what I mean? Yes. There is a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. (laughs) Um, So obviously England, hooray, we're slowly coming out of lockdown. I don't know how I feel about it. From time to time, I have panic attacks on the the overground. I'm like, why is there so many people here? Like... (laughs) Go back to your house. <laughs> it's but, true. It's true. <laughs> like proper, like oh, I'm not used to this anymore. But it'll like, be fine. It'll be alright soon. I, we need it. I was going crazy. Exactly. Exactly. Lockdown was now starting to make me go crazy. And ooh, yeah. Anyway, um, so we we've, we're now kind of coming out of all of that. But a lot of things have been birthed for, from lockdown, and you know, um, having to really 
rediscover what it is to be human. But at the same time, a lot of things still were happening to our people. Um, how do how do you think your platform, um, your content is going to um, shape the what's the word the the, the area the the, the the TikTok world, the, the Instagram world, how people mm -hmm. view certain um, races, certain genders. And also, how do you take it away from it just being something on the internet? Well, with all you know, the recent happenings, especially the last year, with regards to the lockdown and, and to race mm. and to the, you know, the the explosion of BLM. I, I didn't want that to be my vehicle to start the business and or to go on TikTok and to say, okay, because of this, I need to let people know. With or without it, if, it, if none of this happened, I still would have done it. Um, I don't want to wait for a particular moment to kind of talk about race and because it's something that should be talked about. Well, it, it should be talked about, but however, at the same time, it should it should at the same time be normalized. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be, you know, we're gonna talk about race and it's only, you know, predominantly regarding such and such races on this such and such topic. I want it, I it I don't know how to say this, but like it, it should be like the norm to talk about race without people being uncomfortable about being uncomfortable. Mm. Um so I, I saw it like that. Um, I didn't, I wasn't going to let lockdown kind of hold me back. I wasn't going to let, you know, the recent happenings with race hold me back from doing what I was going to do. Um, it, again, my, my platform is, it's a safe haven. It's a friendly, it's an atmospheric platform. It's not, you know, in your face, you know, you're wrong, we're right. No, it's not that kind of thing. It's just, it's a place where I just want to celebrate, acknowledge and highlight the women who have contributed to history. You know, if, if you think that's, if you find that, you know, too political, then that's you, that's fine. But that's, that's not the aim and that's not the, the, the narrative I'm, I'm taking the, the concept or the platform to. Mm -hmm. But everyone has their own opinions, which I'm, I respect and they're entitled to. But I, yeah, I don't, I don't want to see this as a kind of political thing or a race. I, I, yeah, I don't want to see it even as a race thing. Like I want people from all cultures, all races, all backgrounds to learn about black women. I don't see why not. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, how do you then make that transcend? It's, well, I guess it's probably the, the, the easiest. It's like a uh, duh, Greta, it's quite simple because, you know, you said you're a teacher, so you can, or you work within education. So you probably have got the, the means to kind of make it a bit bigger than just it being on TikTok. But mm. what I find with your stuff, every time you're always like this, that teachers can introduce within the curriculum. Yeah. What does that mean? Because for so, me, when I look at like when, like when I had to do a stint of homeschooling, of which that's like, that's a torture. Nobody, like if I ever go to hell, which I'm a good person, please God know, that would be the perfect punishment for me, having to homeschool. A oh wow! And a seven-year-old. I mean, I respect you people so much more now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but like, obviously, what does it mean to say you know it can be introduced into the curriculum? Is it just that easy, or is there it a lot more to it? It's so it so can, and that's that's the frustrating thing about it mm -hmm. is that black history is history is. British history yeah as yeah. people have said again and again and again and I strongly believe that you know we shouldn't have the, all the information I've discovered why should that all just be crammed down into one month mm. that mm. could just be spread out throughout and that can easily merge mm. with the curriculum the national curriculum in the UK now I don't see why it's just so structured and so narrowed when there, there was so much history within that particular period mm. that could also be merged in. 
So yeah, it, it definitely can be spread out for the, uh, the, curric- uh, the curriculum. And it's just, it's this, the narrow mind, and that's, that's the upsetting part. It's just with the education, the whole education system is just so backwards to me. Working in a school, I've, I've just, I've seen just the, the, the way of thinking is just, is very backwards. And even when I, in my school, when they um, arrange, you know, theme for black history, it's just, it's the same people. And I'm just, why? It's just like, it's just, yeah. it's just like, it's gone to the point where you, it's like, you just can't be bothered. And you just, it's just lack of knowledge and lack of, yeah, education, educating yourselves on just the, array of histories and array of, of um, periods mm. that we contributed and we were part of mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's just it's just ignorance you just you choose to close your eyes mm. when you know there is an important there was a significant person of color during that particular time that you just deliberately ref- choose not to mention or to include mm to to um to teach children that's yeah. just my personal opinion it is quite frustrating isn't it like it's like um i knew about um nightingale hmm. but i didn't know about the lady who, yeah who helped her out who was well oh. well yeah who was kind of the black equivalent and for 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 forever we kind of talk we we talked about Florence I did I remember in high school when I did I'm um, history I'm a history buff and that's also another reason why I'm obsessed with you because I love history I don't know okay. why I'm obsessed like anything to do with history and I love yeah. how it kind of repeats itself but every time people seem to think it's new and it's like, actually ah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we're human beings we're repetitive yeah. but like so for me it's sort of like but why wouldn't you talk about because they're both women you know and we all kind of took like the for the longest for like the last what five years or the last decade it's all been about women empowerment and feminism and all of that type of stuff and it's really on the rise but when it comes to black women and feminism and blackness Mm. it's still very much exactly Exactly. yeah we're still having to fight these weird boxes that they've set out for us that don't make any sense whatsoever and it's sort of like (laughs) like there's you you're right there's no reason why I should learn about I don't know Marilyn Monroe but I can't um learn about um what's her name the one that Halle Berry then did a movie about yes is it Carmen I think it was it no I know who you're talking about I forgot her name but yeah. yeah I know you're talking about yeah there's no reason why I should learn yeah. about one one white counterpart that I can't learn about the black. You know, exactly. exactly. They're all women, and the whole world is different shades. And one woman might reflect my personality, but the other one might reflect another person's. You just never exactly. know. Exactly. Yeah, I'm. Oh, anyway, but mate, but things like your your pages and a couple of other people's that I've seen on social media are starting to call to that, and I think. It's, it's literally one f- small footstep and it's, it's going to catapult into something bigger, right? I hope so. I, that's the aim. That's the aim. Um, can you share a moment um, when your content has been like a perfect and positive reaction to like something that's quite negative or somebody's come back to you and said, you know what, like, thank you. I now understand why I want to get into this. I didn't know that this was this is what a black woman was capable of. Like, have you had any of those moments? Um, I've had. Well, it wasn't with an adult. It was more of a child. Um, and it was it was it was so pivotal. It was just it really it just left the mark on me. So I did exhibitions during Black History during Black History Month and International Women's Month as well. This was back in 2018. Um, and it, it was just self-titled Black Superheroes. And I used all the popular female superhero characters and I just turned them Black. And I just, I wanted to change the mindsets of young children because the, the exhibition was aimed at primary schools. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to change the mindsets of young kids on how would you still perceive, would you still perceive her as a superhero if she was Black, if she was a bit obese if she had a, prof, um, a prosthetic prosthetic leg 
you know, if she was had glasses, because I I use those kind of um, images through my designs on the exhibition. I wanted to, you know, make children think that you know what, you know, don't just see what, don't just assume that what you see on TV is that's how a superhero is or superhero. Mm. And I was just so amazed and overwhelmed by the reactions of children. They they got it straight away. Mm. They said, no, you know what, a superhero, she can be any color. She can have age, you know, she can have any disability. She can be any size. She's still a superhero. And there was one particular boy, um, he was white and he, he was very, very quiet. I didn't, you know, to me, I didn't really remember him on the day because I saw there were so many children. Mm. And, you know, he, he was part, um, part of the school. They came to the exhibition. And then so the museum, the exhibition was also open during the weekend. And the boy came again and he came with his mum. And so the mum came to me and said, oh, my, you, my son came to the exhibition and he wanted me, he wanted to show me your work. And that just, that just like, oh my gosh, that touched me. The fact that it was a boy as well. Yeah, yeah. So that was, that was so moving. The fact that it's, it's affected, it's, it's had an effect it's on it. young children already. So that definitely was like a highlight for me. And that definitely was like the motivation I needed to, it was, it was telling me, you know, keep doing this, keep doing this, you're gonna get somewhere. So I definitely want to do more exhibitions yeah. um, for children just to really, again, just to really emphasize and highlight and celebrate the black women. Yeah, yeah, I, I love that. Aww. Kids can be cute. And then they- Exactly. Yeah, when they're not yours, they're so adorable. So in all of that, with like something like that, that like, you know, gives you like a tick in the, you're going in the right direction. Yeah. What would you say would be the hardest? Is it like, to get started or to keep going? Like, where do you fall? It, yeah, it definitely is to keep going because, you know, I do have moments where I'm like, okay, I, I feel like I've covered everything. What else do I need to cover? What else do I need to cover? Mm. But again, I just have to keep, you have to keep researching, keep mm -hmm. educating yourself. Because what I've learned through this process, there's things that I thought I knew about mm. Black history, which I was just so nowhere near it. Mm. So this definitely has been a learning curve for me um and also just exploring I think it, it, it's also as I said it, it's definitely built up my self-confidence and it's made me think of you know other ways to explore and other things I can talk about so that yeah it definitely the hardest part to keep going and to wear because as you begin to start as you be, start to kind of know who your audience is mm -hmm. you now start to kind of cater it a bit more you start to narrow you start mm. to know what your niche is so then you start to think okay I need to create it for this particular group because I know they're going to have a better reaction it's going to have a better impact on them yes. so it, it sometimes is hard to find the right content and also the time as well because I work full-time yes yeah. it's, it's hard to kind of find the perfect time to you know post these videos yeah. I sometimes do these during my break time at work so I yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it I love it it makes it a lot more um believable I'm a I'm a big person in there's a, there's a lot of content that we just that's just been thrown at us right and in the last yeah. year even more so so to find something that feels authentic and it doesn't feel forced and it doesn't feel fake and it doesn't feel like you know somebody's just thought of an idea because they saw somebody else do it I like the fact that, you know, you, in your break time, you're like, you know what, this is the only time I'm going to get this week. <laughs> Buff something out. Oh, That's inspirational because Lord knows I'm not doing thank that. You. <laughs> break time, I'm eating and I'm, I'm just sitting there like, I need sleep. I miss <laughs> sleeping. <laughs> I know, I, I have to kind of just, yeah. Sometimes I have to be in that zone. When it's yeah. that break time, I have to have that, you know, that robot mentality. Like, no, no rest, no thinking. Just do it, do, 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 do. Don't think, yeah. just do. 100%. Um. Uh, what was the last song you listened to on your Spotify, iTunes, Tidal, whatever else people use? It was Mary Mary, God in Me. Oh, I, I love that song. You know, I'm not really into gospel music, but I'm starting to kind of shift mm. my pattern. Yeah. Um, I just, I need some kind of uplifting music to kind of, yeah, yeah. yeah. to really get me going. So yeah, that was last music music I listen to yeah yeah I was the same like I wasn't much of a heavy gospel music person like obviously like there's times and places when you really just need to like you know 
um, worship. But then um, in the last year, I found that I didn't want to listen to any of the, you know, the, the ones that are like, oh, the, like, I wasn't, I was like, no, no, no one's in that mood. Yeah. Okay? We're yeah. all locked out. We'll have that on yeah. I started like make, compiling like all these gospel songs. And that's what I, when I'm really feeling, I need motivation. That's what I'm also, I like, I go to that playlist. Mm. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm part of the choir. I can't sing. <laughs> like, my neighbors hate me. <laughs> so good. <laughs> um, so we're coming out of lockdown. June 21st, everything is going to be gone. I declare and I pray. Um, what are you personally, creatively keeping from what you've um, got from lockdown and pandemic highs? And what are you saying? Nope, you're staying. Goodbye. I'm not taking you with me. Things I'm keeping with me after lockdown is, you know what? Just go hard. Do it, do it, do it, and do it. If it sounds silly, if it's wrong, fine. Do it again. Start over. Practice. Keep practicing. But I'm definitely taking with me, Make take more risks, definitely. Um, come out of your comfort zone. Don't be afraid. You know, the worst case scenario is, you know, they say no or whoever doesn't like it. That's fine. You move on, try something new. What I'm leaving behind me is procrastination because I was a big one back in 2020 as well as 2019. <laughs> so it's taught me that, you know what, life is too short. Mm. Don't think, just do it. If it's wrong, that's fine. You, you learn. It, life is all about a learning curve. So no more procrastination, no more just, you know, settling down with what you have. Like, no, you can do more. If you can do more, you believe you can do more, have the attitude you can do more. Guess what? You can do more. Yeah. So that is what I'm taking with me and leaving behind. What makes you feel inspired and like your best self? Um, you know what? When I'm on my own. When I'm just have I just when I'm at complete solitude with myself I'm at peace mm. I, have, I, I have you know a clear thoughts um yeah when I'm on my own there's no hassles no distractions mm. and the ideas just yeah ideas would just pop into me just like that randomly mm. when I just walk in again just hearing my own thoughts peacefully yeah hearing quotes listening to quotes um, biblical quotes as well as you know quotes from um, scholars and leaders mm -hmm. yeah, those are the things that kind of keep me going and kind of inspire me yeah nice um with all the black sheroes that you've discovered all right <laughs> which one would you want to be your imaginary best friend oh well, that's a good one <laughs> you know what I really this was when I did my exhibition back in 2018, mm -hmm. um, and the exhibition was called, I did another exhibition. No, it wasn't 20, I think it was 2019, yeah. 2019, I did an exhibition, again, called Forgotten Sheroes. And it was just celebrating all the Black women who, you know, Britain and education has literally just forgotten or deliberately forgotten about. Mm -hmm. And there was one particular woman I was just really obsessed with, and her name was William Brown. I did mention her, she's in one of my videos. She was um, the first black woman to join the Royal, the Royal Navy, but she mm. disguised herself as a man. Mm. And I just, I, I, that's just bravery. Like how did she, how she managed to, to wing her way into that and not get noticed? I think she was in there for about four years, I think. Wow. Well, she finally got discovered, but yeah, I definitely would love to just kind of sit down with her. Yeah. What was it like? How how did you have to you have to like put in a voice? Did you have to put yeah. anything down there? I don't know. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like going to the toilet. Like what did you do? Because you can't really stand by the urinals. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Like, so that goes into that. Like and just being. What if like a man found out? Like, are you not scared being? Exactly. That? Wow, that's like. You be, yeah, you'd have to be really really confident to like you know yeah. pull it off and to carry on for such a long period of time. She was married as well. So I just imagine what her husband like, what was the conversation like when she sat down with her husband and said, you know what, I want to join the Royal Navy and then you have to be a man. So is it okay if I, you know, yeah, 
or copy for copy your characteristics for a while. So I kind of get to the use of or knowing what it's like to be. I just like what was the conversation like? So yeah, Man, see someone so, like that. yeah, I find very interesting. That's a good one. That's a good one. Oh yes. <laughs> um, do you prefer books or films? Books. I'm not a film person. Right. It gets a bit mediocre. It gets a bit too. It just That's gets a bit too fake. So yeah, books. I'm just give me a book, and I'm just I'm just like in my own zone. What genre? So I I like to read nonfiction books, like motivational books. Yeah. Um, things like that. Yeah. I don't really like reading fiction books because I just yeah I don't know. Not that kind of thing. All, like I've tried the whole reading like motivational and like yeah, and I'm like okay. Right, and then I apply, it and I'm like, okay, when am I going to apply this stuff? I'm, I'm trying to read like um people's memoirs, and the yeah. really sad ones upset me because the ending is not good. Exactly, I don't like not having. So this is why I like fiction. Fiction is okay. real, and I like happy fiction. I do not like sad fiction. Don't give me a sad fiction book. I don't want a sad ending. No, like, exactly. sad enough as it is. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, sad. <laughs> <laughs> what's your favorite book could you recommend what book would you recommend me to read then non-fiction I mean fiction god all right oh talk about put me on the spot <laughs> um so right now I'm reading I'm gonna plug this you know the guy who does pointless not not the one who asks mm. the questions but the one that sits by the computer oh yeah that thinks so. Richard, is, yeah, yeah. So he's written this book called The Thursday Murder Club. And it's okay. like, and it went into like, it was like a record break and went into number one in like a week. And basically it's just based around um, old people that live in like a sleepy English town. And then a murder happens. And they all used to be like, some of them used to be police officers, some of them used to be lawyers. And then they all tried to basically figure out who murdered this person. Okay. And the police doesn't want to listen to them because they're old. So it's just, yeah, it's crazy. And apparently it's going to be turned into a movie, so. Nice. Is it, like, it, it sounds like it's a bit of a comedy. Is there like some kind of comedy in Yeah, it I think quite, it's a bit okay. of both. It's like, a, it's like a thriller and it's a bit of a comedy and it's very gripping and yeah. I mean, I'm lazy. I'm listening as well as reading at the same time. Oh, so. okay. I'm, I'm one of those, yeah. But yeah, that's one I would say, if, you, if you're... And, not a fiction fan when you quite yeah. like reality his his stuff is quite good i can't wait to just to, to read more of his other stuff so. okay. thank you for the recommendation welcome you're welcome <laughs> um right uh social media is a very good but it's also a very dangerous and a very scary place um how have you used it to benefit your creativity your um your business uh just in general to inform but then also you know battling the the mind the, the hidden minds and the hidden bombs that are trolls and bullies mm, and exactly. you know all sorts good god like <laughs> it's wild <laughs> now i know so me and social media is yeah it's, it's a battle it's an ongoing battle i mean there's been times where i've been on social media and i took a break like when i say a break i've been like good two years and then I went back back on it again mm -hmm. it's an ongoing thing and that was probably why I didn't feel comfortable kind of showing myself on social media I just don't feel comfortable because I'm, I'm a very private person mm -hmm. um and you know with social media that's it you're you just you've kind of you you're showing everyone your emotions and I think that's something that kind of fears I'm I don't know I don't like I don't like to show my emotions mm. um so I think with through through Black Super Heroes, it's it's nice because it's I'm able to separate that. It's yeah. it's strictly I do this and that that's it. I don't try to be anything else. I don't try to do you know, get ready with me. You know, tutorials or videos or you know, shopping hauls, whatever. You know, I don't do that. So that 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 it keeps me grounded. So I know what I do. Once I've done that, okay, I can go back and do more research and just start over again. Um, yeah, but when you're looking at those kind of type of videos, it it, it it definitely does play with your insecurity. You think, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, I don't have that kind. Of, I want to look like such and such and such. So I try not to go down that route. And um, yeah, I also, I limit the amount of time I look at social media. I don't overdo it. But when I do, I go crazy. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I try to limit myself. Um, yeah, and just, 
I read just get into a good book or focus on my work yeah I know it sounds it sounds a bit self-indulgent and you know me 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 but yeah it's it's kind of how I I get by I can't compare myself because if I do that's what social media is about it 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 forces you to kind of compare yourself to other people who are you know your age range who are doing this and that and then you think well why am I not doing that so I just yeah it, it can be toxic it can be good it can be educational I just tried to go down the kind of professional route Mm. and just keep it you know this is what I do and that's it yeah that's so true I mean those that are able to do the whole get ready with me videos and with this I'm like that's social media is a full-time job I didn't realize kudos to them though but kudos like listen you're doing more than I could ever okay just Mm. me doing this with you like figuring out zoom and then like and then like I decided oh I want to sometimes put some of these like the video versions of the hey hey it is wild over here to the point where I had to take myself like just I'm not doing anything on my Instagram I can't do it I had Instagram Twitter and I was trying to start the TikTok I was like no Grissa baby girl you can barely use Instagram (laughs) you know say we are say we are I'm terrible like you Oh my gosh, I need it to work on my Instagram big time. It missed me. Now, to be it missed me. It absolutely missed me because the um the just the always trying to keep up yeah. with everything. Exactly. I just I just don't know how they do it. Like and it's yeah. somebody was telling me, oh, if you want to get like on TikTok and really like um uh give your phone like pick your followers up and everything else you have to like post like twice a week and then just never go on the thing and then like on instagram you have to like like post like every other day like i know i have to remember to wash my hair (laughs) i have to remember to put my clothes out every day i have to remember to eat oh my god it's mad you want me to not remember to put no no it's about me above me if you you just let it get to you that social media is your life and I just can't let that be my life no I need to kind of get out I need to talk to real people yeah yeah honestly like I I I got to that point and the whole comparing yourself like um I got into this thing where I was like why isn't my podcast where where it should be other people who started podcasts Mm. they're doing this they're doing that they're over here and I'm like you know what I'm actually okay with where I'm at. Like, it's, <laughs> I'm like, whenever I get to that way of thinking, I'm like you, I take myself off. Yes. I, I log out mm-hmm. and I just, I go on TikTok and I watch people's videos. That's, <laughs> that's what I do. Pleasure. Yeah, trust me, I do as well. Trust me. <laughs> that's what I do. Because Instagram is something, mm, it's something evil. Um, what, <laughs> have you thought about like the long-term, the long-term legacy of Black Christian? Black super shit. Oh my days. Try saying that 10 times really fast. You really didn't <laughs> <did> you? <laughs> Black super shiro. Like where how how do you foresee it being in like, you know, 2031? Where do you want it to be? How do you how do you want people to receive it? Yeah. Wow. Oh. Oh well, I would the aim is to kind of I have this saying is, which is, I don't want to teach a classroom. I want to teach a nation. I want to go global. I don't want to, why should education just be, we know we're in a classroom with 30 kids. It can be anywhere, any time of the day, mm-hmm. anywhere in the world. Why am I just focusing on, on, on a small group when I can teach so many kids that just would love and in a sense, you know, in, in some way need to hear this. So I definitely see myself kind of expanding. I would love to have my own show. Because, you know, I, I love, I don't know about you, but when I was young, I loved Blue Peter. Same. That was my show. Oh, it was so I, would, I would love to do something like that, kind of merging education with making things. Yeah. So that's something. Something about giving up, getting a badge. Exactly. Exactly. Badge exactly. So, I'm, you know, I may do my own version. Watch out. Watch out. So that's something that I'm I'm thinking, yeah, consider definitely um hopefully changing the education. Mm-hmm. Um 
just a curriculum. Hopefully, black women will now be part, not just of black history, but in history. And they'll be part added into the curriculum because I like to think I've shown ways that you can add them into the curriculum. Mm -hmm. So I will, yeah, I would like to think I've left that legacy that now they finally get their voice. They finally get the recognition that they deserve. 100%. They are. Like, like I said, it takes just one person like yourself who's like, okay, I'm going to be brave and put myself out there. And then, you know, you get all these other people who are just randomly surfing the net and they're like, oh, you know, and yeah, boom, you've got yourself a movement. So, yeah, I love it. Um, what has been the best non-creative, non-relevant advice that you've been given, um, but, you know, really resonates every single day of your life that you kind of go back to? And what would you tell your younger self? Um, so best non-creative advice I had uh, my mom she says this now and again uh, which is the patient dog always gets the big bone and that's something I, I live up to because yeah you just anything well especially in London everything is rush 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 and you know who can be the best who can get to the top who can make such amount of money at this certain amount of time just your time everyone has their own season I'm a strong believer and everything happens for a reason mm-hmm. um there's a reason why I've started this you know it's I'm still at the early stages I I would you know it's not where I I want it to be which is which is okay it's fine I'm learning I'm still in that season where I'm learning I'm developing I'm you know I'm experimenting um so yeah definitely patience is key to anything in life And what I would tell my younger self is don't be afraid to be you. Just don't be afraid. Don't try to change your value, your mindset to fit in with others. Mm -hmm. Be your weird, quirky, crazy self because that is what's going to make you unique. That is what's going to take you far. And it took me a long time to finally be comfortable in my own skin and to know my value, to know my worth, and to finally say, no, this is this is not what I like. This is what I like. This is what I prefer to do. Mm-hmm. So yeah, definitely, just don't be afraid to be you, and don't copy other people. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I love that, and it's hundred percent true. Everybody's unique, and everybody's talented in something, and yeah, just live this life, live this world to your own beat, to the drum. Exactly. Like that's exactly. the best way to do it, right? And finally, um, if all barriers and constraints were removed mm-hmm. and um, you could do whatever project you ever wanted to do, what would wow. that project be? And would you want to be known for only by that project? This is the hardest question. I when I when you when I read this question, I thought, oh my gosh. What would be my answer? I still don't know my answer. <laughs> I, it definitely would be to do with hair. I don't, I just, I can't get my head around to why black hair is just such a, a, an issue. Why is something that I was given at birth seen as a political thing? I just, I can't get my head around that. Um definitely to do with like you know what there'll be no discrimination I would just I would love to be the one that's just like even to bring the crown act because the crown act is like there's a law in the U.S. called the crown act where places of work and schools cannot discriminate um, people of color from their hair so I would love to kind of lead the way and kind of paving that law here because there isn't anything like that here, which is just ridiculous. Right. Recent happenings in um, a school that changed their policies where, you know, Afro hair was deemed as unkept and unprofessional. Mm. Let's just lift that because it's just complete nonsense and ridiculous. It's our birthright. Yeah. My hair is not a statement. It's just me. It's part of what was given to me by God. Right. I'm, I'm just like you. I'm no different to you. So I would love to kind of do a project where, yeah, hair is just, it's just not an issue at all. It, sh- it never should have been an issue in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think for me, it just, it's, it's really weird. Like my journey of coming to really like myself and be proud of who I am was to start liking my own hair for the longest because in Zimbabwe when I was born and raised for a little bit in schools it's either you had your hair relaxed yeah. or you had a cut like you couldn't have it in a full afro um, Crazy. and it's just like it's really weird because this is a school in Africa where the head teacher is a, is a black African like it just didn't make any sense but it's like all these colonial rules and then I come to this country where my hair is now just starting to grow out and it's been an afro and I'm being made fun of for it so I just never liked my hair. I never liked it. I always either wanted it straightened or anything mm. like that. So to then grow up old, like to get a bit older and then start to be like, actually, no, it is beautiful. Like I can do so many things with it. I can have it embraced. I can have it out. I can mm. do this. I can do that. Like it's so versatile. It's so beautiful in the different textures, how it just takes on. It's natural, not just in the fact that it coils, but it it re- reacts to natural products so yeah. wonderfully as well so yeah. yeah I'd be with you there because I think that's one thing that especially black women we're controlled by our hair like a place of work your hair determines how you're going to be treated in the board yeah be treated exactly walking outside how you're going to date how you're going to marry everything is dictated by our hair and that for me that, that doesn't make any kind of sense whatsoever absolutely <laughs> No, thank you so much for joining thank me. Thank you. So much fun. I really enjoyed it. Because I, I just thought, oh, maybe am I going to, because I'm quite a serious person. So I just thought, how am I going to come across? Am I going to come across a bit boring, a bit like, you no. know, very poker face? But you know what? You really oh. relaxed me. So thank you so much. Oh, this is fun. No, you're, fun. <laughs> you're so fun. And you got such a beautiful smile. And I'm there like, oh, I'm fangirling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm always watching your videos. I'm like, like oh, I'm, I'm there like, <laughs> So when I, I was, so I was talking to my sisters before I spoke to you and I was like, oh, she said 20 minutes. In 20 minutes, you guys are going to have to <laughs> talk to her. Oh. <laughs> so I totally cut the phone on my sister. I was like, she's here, bye. <laughs> <laughs> but no, thank you so much. Oh, um, thank you. Before you go, let the people know where they can find Black Super Shiro, how they can contact you if they can. Plug, plug away. So you can go to my website, which is www.blacksupersheroes.co.uk. I am on Instagram, TikTok, as well as Pinterest. And the tag is all the same, which is Be Supersheroes. Um, and my email is info at blacksupersheroes.co.uk. Nice. You heard it. Thank you so much. Thank you.